Bob would be so proud. Brady was dancing to the music. It wasn't just me. <laughs> Usually it's just me and he's laughing at me. Brady jumped right in. I love it. Get in there. November, everybody. We are getting close to one of my favorite seasons of the year, winter. And I heard a story from a bank teller that she said she has a horse. And I believe it's in the southern tier someplace in New York. And I think the horse is something like 10, 15 years old, and it's her personal horse. And she told me that her dad called her a couple weeks ago to say that the beard coming in our horse is really gnarly. And that was significant because when the horse's beard gets really gnarly, it's going to be a bad winter. It comes in very straight and easy when it's like going to be like a winter like nothing. But apparently something about the horse knows it's going to wear and knots up the hair to keep it insulated, right? So it is going to be a gnarly winter according to through the, maybe Farmer's Almanac and, and agriculture is showing it. I love that story. So today we are rekindling. Last year we had my son... We had Aaron Cook from Whiteface, and we had Eric Miller on for a little Ski Bum Roundtable. So this is our version two of the Ski Bum Roundtable 2019. Sorry for all of you who may not be skiers, but I guarantee you'll be entertained either way. Uh, For our roundtable today, we have three new members, and these guys are great. I've skied with them. Uh, They are good company. They are young 20, 20, 21 year old gentlemen. They're just salt of the earth and they're about to take an adventure that I always wanted to take. And I offered to my own son and he wouldn't take it, or at least yet. They're going to take a little adventure out West and work at a ski area out West and explore Colorado and maybe further. Um, they're just picking up their roots and saying, hey, let's do this. We got nothing holding us back. And I am so happy that these three guys are doing this because I am definitely living through them for this winter. And I'm hopefully maybe two or three winters more so I can go visit them as they continue this experience. But it, with us today, I'll introduce them one at a time so, so we can hear a little bit about each of them. So we'll start with uh, the gentleman that I met first and who brought me these other two guys is Brady Hamilton. Him and I worked together briefly and, and Brady's a good buddy of mine. Uh, I've beat him on the go-kart track and I certainly have beat him on the mountain I think a couple times but I think he is a little bit better freestyle snowboard than me but yeah the go-kart track he, he didn't hold up to against me so Brady welcome to the show what's going on guys <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can attest to Brian beat me on the course because there was a second go and uh we might have to pull out the results but <laughs> so technically to be honest we, him and I are one and one right now and if I'm not mistaken we have a third one on the table that yes, we can yes, both we do need ride out that. and before he leaves I think we might have to settle this so we actually both have a ride we have paid for that we can walk in and we can just ride yep that is very true yes so oh uh, yep yeah so there I have a feeling that this weekend we, we may have to hit that so Brady, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I also want to wish you a happy birthday because uh, within the last month, you turned the prime age of 21. Yep. Uh, It was actually a couple weeks ago I turned 21, Uh, actually a week before I'm going to be heading out. So that's exciting. So freshly 21. Yeah. And going out there with no restrictions and you just got there. (sighs) Yeah. First time, first time being without the parents. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, your parents supportive of this journey? Oh yeah, they're excited, but they're uh, they're also very nervous. Uh, I told them. I mean, it was pretty short notice for my end. Uh, I only had like a month before I before I left, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, 
And right, where were you born and raised? Let's give everybody a quick background. Uh, so I was born in uh, Dearborn, Michigan. I only lived there for two months until I was... Uh, we then moved to Rochester, where I've grown up my whole life. Uh, skied Bristol my whole life. Uh, that's That's been the home mountain for ever since I was probably five, six years old. But uh, yeah, ever since I hit the slopes once, I knew... What brought your parents here from Michigan? I'm curious. Because you um, went from having a possible 300-foot mountain to a 1,200-foot Exactly. Vertical. So my dad ended up yeah. getting a job. Uh, he used to work with Northwest Airlines, and he ended up moving over to the Rochester Rochester Airport. So we ended up getting a house over here, and uh, we also had family over here. So perfect. that was the move. Yeah. And uh, what high school did you go to? I went to Gates Childhood High School. Oh, sorry for you. It's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the best, but we made it out. Made it out alive. I said that tongue in cheek because a lot of my friends are from Gay Shiloh High School, including my cousin. So, mm-hmm. so just put it out there for you. Um, all right. So, so thanks, Brady. And we also have with us uh, Jared Van Orden. What up? Two hours and Jared. Make sure you get that right. <laughs> uh, Jared is a sick skier. So Brady is more of a snowboarder. Um, I'm skis. Uh, I'm sure he would be a little. And snowboard, he's a little bit, I don't know. He's, oh. no. no, Brady's good. I got a nice corkscrew um, flip that he did off of a, off of a, um, a rail one time, a box that yeah. was yep. sick yeah. last year. So I, I give Brady kudos. These guys are all very good skiers and boarders right here I'm talking to. So anything I say is tongue-in-cheek. And we have we have Johnny that's on the line, too. I haven't mentioned him yet, and I will. But Jared, first, now, where are you born and raised, Jared? I was born right here, Rochester, New York. Uh, what, what town? Chile. Chile, so you're a Gates guy too? Yep. Are you really? That's where I met Brady. Oh, that's awesome. You guys are high school buddies. Yeah, we actually live on the uh, same street. Oh, good stuff. Pretty much right around the corner. Uh, Yep. Oh, so what kind of crazy stuff did you guys do before you started skiing and hitting Bristol? Like, did you guys have ramps (laughs) and skateboards or any of that? Not really. Me and Brady met probably like high school. Yeah, it was Uh high school, but. Ski club. Yeah, it was pretty much a ski club. Yeah. So it brought you together skiing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found out he lived on my street and I was like, oh, shit. Wait, you guys, li- all right, so what, what's, see, this is the difference between kids growing up now and then, right? Yeah. Back in the day, I knew every kid in a four bracket radius around us, and we had general teams that we had that we always played, whether it was kickball, basketball, blah, blah, whatever right. we were all playing. We all knew each other where we lived. It befuddles me that you guys could have lived on the same street. What street with us, too? I can't wait to hear this, because if it's a street like less than 40 houses... No, it's, 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 it's a solid minute walk from my house to his house. Not yeah. Even. What's the street? Uh, Battle Green to Constitution. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, Battle Green is a cut through, basically, folks, from from Bean Road to or uh, Paul Road or no, Chile yeah, to Paul Road, yep. right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a little windy road, but you guys are ridiculous. Yeah, yep. it's too much video far. games as kids. You freaking losers. <laughs> like you can hear me when I start up my car on a cold winter day before yep. I go skiing. Yep. Oh, I know when Jared's driving by. That's classic. All right, so anyways, yeah. enough razzing. You guys are being punks. All right, <laughs> so uh, now one of you is a snowboarder, one is a skier. So yeah. how did you guys both? Did your parents get you into it, or? Yeah, yeah. So when I was younger, I my dad skied and my mom skied. So I started off skiing, and then my older brother actually transferred over to snowboarding, and obviously I wanted to be like him. So I then was like, okay, let me try out snowboarding again. Uh, so I've never gone back. How old were you switched? Uh, I was I skied for two years, so I was like eight or nine years old when I switched and I didn't really start riding like park riding until I was like 14 maybe or 15. Uh And then my dad got me into it started in second grade I think Mm -hmm. and then ever since first second day or so I'm on the snow 
I've been trying to ski every single day. Later. Now, does yep. he ski with you still? Yeah. Yeah. He's actually coming out with me to Colorado for the first week. So, oh, is he? Yeah. We'll ski either Keystone or A-Bay while we're out there. So he's yeah. just stoked about this. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, oh, yeah. Now, is your dad retired or working still? No, he still works. He does? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he works at Ski Company. Oh, does Wegmans. he? Oh, perfect. Yeah. He's a hustler. <laughs> Let's get the hustle on. Yep. Ski Company is a, is a big place here. I've mentioned before, Western New York, they pretty much, uh, they own many stores. They do a good job, but yep. they, they have a lot of gear for people. Um, not as good as Full Send. Skiing out the <laughs> yeah, door. I don't, know, I don't know if they can compare Zach Full Hallett. Send quite no. yet. Right? They, don't, they don't have the, they don't have fun there. Oh, man. We have the, we have the after hours at Full Send, and then we have our third person going to join us. You guys are going to hear him chime in right now. We have Johnny Del Forte. Whose name is is phenomenal because it's a there's a isn't there some kind of event named after Del yep, Forte? Yeah, right? Del Forte right. Jam. Right? Jam, like, yep. Yeah, that's a big deal down there. That's a real big freestyle the biggest freestyle event of the year at Bristol, right? As far as yeah. all the locals are concerned. I yep. mean that's it's a really big deal. Um so so Johnny, please say hello to us. We and Je- the most exciting part of this whole podcast episode today is he is actually calling from the glorious state of Iowa right now. On his way out to Copper Mountain. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. How is the glorious state of Iowa treating you right now? Uh, there's not there's not a lot around. I just see uh, a lot of cars and a lot of just just grassy fields and flat <laughs> land. So the harvest has been done. You don't even see any corn out there right now or anything? Uh, yeah, I see some corn, but it's all like, it's getting there, we'll say. Getting there. So you're only excited to get to your final destination, which is what and when do you expect to be there? How, how much longer do you have drive time? So we left, uh, we left New York this morning about 4 a.m. And we've been driving for the past, uh, about 12 hours now. So we hit Iowa. Um... And I expect to get to Copper Mountain, Colorado uh, tomorrow around, uh, let's say, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe, roughly, okay. or yeah, earlier. That's a good time. That You guys are cranking. And you're in the car with your parents, too, right? Yeah, I'm in the car with my parents. And uh, believe it or not, it's actually pretty quiet, pretty peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. Well, you so, haven't done anything to make them mad. You're stuck in the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so are they excited about this journey that you're about to take oh i'm very excited so excited in fact that i've i've actually read the first my first book in about <laughs> probably eight years school, probably. your english teacher uh, would not want you to hear you say that right now young young man <laughs> <laughs> What was the book you were supposed to read in your junior year? I know you had a book in English class you had to read. What is the book and what did you use? Cliff Notes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cliff Notes. Spark, oh, the, spark oh, Notes. the book? I don't know. The book was probably on us to find a book and then do a book report on it. And uh, being, being that skier I am, I probably just picked up a ski book or a ski magazine and, you know, did a little, uh, little background on it and got an A+. Plus. Like, oh, he's... That's that's actually not a bad that's a bad not a bad way to put together your passions with school, right? That's what I did. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. 
Every year from second grade. My, my book in second grade was this book about this boy, uh, The Longest Yard, I think. And in second grade, my book report was about a book about a football and a kid who, you know, was trying to play, you know, seventh and eighth grade football or something. So, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. So, all right. So, why did you guys pick Copper Mountain? Uh, I don't know. I've... Been who, wait, all right. Who, first of all, who started this whole thing? I have a feeling Johnny was on the start of oh, this thing. It was Johnny. Well, we had all had an idea, but it all just started one day when we were on this on this chairlift at Bristol, yeah. uh, year of 2018. Yep. It was it beginning of the year? It was about the beginning of the year, and we we're like, "Yo, we should all just send it out. Might might as well." And then next thing you know, a year down the line, we are officially about to send going. It. Yeah. So Johnny, I have a feeling you yeah. are the one. Uh, you're from Canandaigua, right? Is that where you're born and raised? So I was actually born in Russia and came, we'll say, we came to the States uh, around one and a half. Yeah, he's Russian. I did not know that. That's actually a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fun fact about me. And how did you meet these two gay Chalai boys then? Because you, you, you weren't growing up around them. So was it on the ski mountain you guys all met? Yes. Yeah, met the boys at the ski mountain. Uh, uh, let's say, I don't know, roughly four years ago, right, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Around then. And then uh, we just kept uh, beating each other there. And then this whole idea of moving out west kind of kind of conjured up, and here we are. Is your parents nervous, happy, or sad? Are they happy to be rid of you? <laughs> uh, I would say it's all of those in one. But probably more happy. Probably more happy to get rid of me. <laughs> me, uh, me and my, uh, me and my messes. That's for sure. All the, <laughs> all the, all the extra dishes in the sink. All the, all the scraps on the floor. All the beer cans everywhere. Yeah, potential beer cans everywhere, yeah. Typical 21-year-old. And then then at the end of the day, though, you get on that ski mountain, and that's that's your place, though, isn't it, man? That's just where you like to go lose it. What's your favorite thing to do on the mountain? Are you a freestyle guy, or are you a guy that likes to take trails? What's your go-to? For me, I like the freestyle aspect of it. I just like the... uh, the progression of the freestyle side of it, um, and just it's uh, I just like the um, the single sports where it's you and yourself, nobody telling you what to do, and it's just all up to you. Yep. Make the best of it and progress as a person and as a skier. That's interesting to hear from somebody who I learned very recently had one of the most important goals in Canada or lacrosse history when you went to school there. Is that is that true? Is that a true story, sir? Yup. So uh, I did play lacrosse at Canandaigua Academy by uh, my four years of high school, and uh, and the semifinal game. Uh, the section five, uh, section five is the area that we played in, or the section that we played in. 
And uh, semifinal game, we were down by, I don't know, maybe five, six points in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Came back, brought it into overtime, and roughly, I don't know, I'd say we got the ball. And then two minutes into overtime, I just had an opening, and boom. There it is. That's a goal. So I was fortunate, and I learned this story through a someone I went to high school with and played played sports with in high school. So Dave Giuseppe is a uh, teacher and a coach, lacrosse coach down there, and he's the one who goes, hey, Johnny scored one of the biggest goals. Then Johnny's father sat there, and the th- three of them just commem- commiserated or, or, or talked about celebrating that game. Yep. It was just such a cool experience yeah. hearing the three of them talk like that. It was a lot of fun. Johnny tends to be good at anything he does. Yeah. He just has that way about him, doesn't yep, he? There's yeah. some people that just are good at everything, and Johnny is one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's funny. He's very, very easy way about it. I love listening to Johnny talk yeah. too. It's like we had to pull stuff out of him just now, though. Come on, Johnny, where's your exuberance? It's like you're snapping in the back seat. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hearing this, and I appreciate that, guys. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate that more than you know. You're, you're, probably, you're probably the first people to say that. <laughs> We're getting them all choked up now. <laughs> hey, pretty soon have a big head. He won't be able to get out of that car when he gets to Cooper Mount, Copper Mountain. I keep saying Cooper, Copper. It's right up the road. It's all good. All right, so so why why Copper Mountain? Why we choose that? And I want the truth because I know part of it. Brady told me part of it, but I mean, why'd you guys? Choose? There's a lot of ski mountains: Utah, Colorado, yeah. you know, you know, New Mexico. Like you could have gone anywhere, right. California. Why why there? Well, the first time I ever went to Colorado, I skied copper for pretty much the whole week and then we did one day at Vail. i went with my buddy jeff and we had an option to ski brack one of the days instead of copper and we decided to stay there i loved it i felt like i it could have been home felt like i fit in and i like because when we went to Vail, i kind of felt like broke poor you know you name it just did not seem like I fit in. Uh, a little pretentious ski skiville there. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's the uh, the tourist town. Vale. Yeah, and also copper is just like it's never busy, which is a great. It's never as busy as the main resorts out there. So describe it. So I went online just like a, a copper, um, and it looked like there was three or four bowls, you know, spaced out. What was the vertical? I didn't I didn't notice. I was just curious. I like to compare. I'm that. not uh, sure the vertical right off the top of my head. Yeah, I he's gonna look. No, it has the highest base out of every mountain there oh that's interesting yeah. i think it's like ten thousand. i don't know mm-hmm. no that's cool though yeah that's awesome so so because out there most people don't realize here just a comparison bristol is 1200 feet vertical i believe yep. it's like from a thousand feet to or i think it's 1200 feet to 2400 feet yeah, in elevation copper mountain is 2738 feet 2738 so bristol is 1200 and Whiteface, I believe, is 2,600. So I'm just putting things in perspective for people. Yep. Sometimes yeah. people think, oh, West is so much bigger, but it's relative to where your base starts and right. where the top of the elevation is exactly. on, that, on that basin, uh, which is always intriguing for me. And I love talking to people about that because everybody's like, oh, vertical, vertical. Well, really, vertical is long trails yeah. and a steep, steepest pitch you can get on the longest trail. Yep. That makes sense. And they got, yeah. they got cliffs at Copper. <laughs> when I went out there, we, me, me and Jerry went out for a trip two years ago, and we were loving it. It was, so, pro- it was a great week. It was an insane week. <laughs> oh, so you both experienced? Yeah. So I, Johnny's yeah. the only one who hasn't been to John, Copper. Oh, Johnny surprisingly has not visited out west. So when he makes it out there in 
12 hours, he's going to poop his pants. Yeah. Oh, you've pretty, never yeah. been out west, Johnny? You've never been out west at all? No, I have. Uh, it's crazy as it sounds. I've never been out west. Uh, it's my first time going out, and I guess, like they said, I'm probably going to poop my pants. Probably shed a couple tears, if I'm being honest. That's <laughs> okay. But, I know uh, I did when I went to Big Sky the first time. So, all right, where where is your experience, though, Johnny? Where's your experience skiing then? What do you, where have you been? So I have been to Vermont. I've been to Sugarbush, Stowe, and uh, Smuggler's Notch, and then and then I have been out in uh, Canada at uh, Mont Tremblant up in Quebec. Canadian life. I love it. Yeah, I love Tremblant. Yeah. I went up there too. That's awesome. Two sides of a mountain up there. And you probably went up there as a kid with your family. Yep. Every year I take uh, they take a trip out there. Uh, Martin Luther King weekend. Family and, trip. Uh, just all the boys round up about 15, 15 to twenty of us, and it's just a uh, just a boys trip. Yeah. Now, do you go with any of the Pietropalos up there? I know Rocco Pietropalo is a guy that I that I went up and stayed at his place up there one year. Yep. Yeah. There's uh, a lot he's of Canada. A part of that trip. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So you were lucky. You skied with some really good, good skiers. Yes, sir. You lucky Johnny boy. Johnny was put on from the start. That's yeah. what it's about, right? Being around yeah, the experience 100%. and being taken to the mountains oh, early. Yeah. So when was the first time you had skis on, Johnny? First time I had skis on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say, uh, say roughly three years old. And then, uh, Damn. but I remember in there, there was like a, there was a little pause for a little while. And then I probably, I probably hopped back on officially around five. And then from five up, I was shredding. I was just, I loved it. Just a little pause. Shredded it. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for him to say I picked it up again at like, eight. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. I picked up one year later. <laughs> but you know what? Like, my son, my son has been skiing since three, and I was dragging him around Bristol because during the week, they before my son was in kindergarten, I would bring him there, and during the week, they didn't used to run the morning start lift during the week. So I would go up to the top of the comet lift and drag him with a pole, a ski pole, over the top of like Morning Star right. and Shooting Star and Milky Way and uh, Universe or not, not Universe over there was oh um I forget the fourth one Nova Nova yep. yeah so so he could do those runs so my son was doing those runs at three four years old with he would pull through his wedgie edgy I mean he wouldn't even need the racer chaser as long as I got him over there he was good to go yep. wow perfect area to learn back there if you oh, think yeah. about it yeah that's the how my little brother is he's really good. Like the pitch vector, and then it gets steep in some sections. But most people realize Bristol's one of the best race trails in New York State. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. Comet to Outer Comet, Orbit. Yeah. It's perfect. Talk about the new train park, guys, and how you like it at Bristol, because we really should prop this for them. I think I think this past year was their best freestyle park setup in in all of what since I've experienced. Was, since they had both of them up at the top. Ever since they moved this, the bigger park from Morningstar. Down to uh, Galaxy. Galaxy, yep. Uh, it's been a lot better. A lot more speed. You can actually flow through some of the things, but. It is a bit small, like the bigger section, but mm -hmm. they did a good job this past season. Yeah, well, the high point was, was yeah, that's a what power move for, for this season. It actually had a lot of things for all skill levels, small jumps to medium jumps to even the bigger the bigger kicker at the bottom. Yep. So for people who know it, uh, they Bristol 
took away our challenger and made it now high park um train park high point train high park, park yep. high point train park thank you yep. and it's basically the um bottom of comet next to sunset and then they open up the trees there kind of next to sunset too so they really opened up that whole and they have the chinese aerials underneath that well u.s now full on they're having oh, yep. a whole comp there now yep yeah so so this is a real legit thing so basically now this is a second training center in in new york state because whiteface yeah. has the main one for the olympics and now bristol has this one so i yeah. think it's a really big deal and you guys killed i mean that sheer wall, the crap I see you do flip. What, 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 Jared? What the hell? What? Just, just flying down the landing. What, uh, what, yeah. you spin? What, what, what? How is it? Did you learn to do this stuff? Trampolines, like most of it, I feel personally more comfortable learning everything on the snow. I don't know why. I mean, backflips, learned them on a trampoline, and then instantly brought it to snow. Brady was the one who got me to do it my first night. Oh man, that was that was a night. That was a night trying to get this man to go inverted. I mean, yeah. seriously, have you ever been inverted, Johnny? Oh, Johnny inverted? Never heard of that before. <laughs> have I ever have I ever been inverted? I'm yeah. Yes. Oh, all the time. I I can't I can't go down a ski run without being upside down now. <laughs> what do you guys do? Is it driving with your head? What's the yeah. key to doing flips? It's, yeah. Head keeping commitment, your commitment, commitment is the biggest thing, and then surprisingly, your hips. The key, the key, the key to doing flips is bumping some big balls in your head and just go. saying do it, and just you know, like Nike, like Nike's uh, Nike slogan is just do it, and you know, you just you just gotta do it. <laughs> no, you don't really when you're. When you're bumping Biggie Smalls in your head, you know, you're thinking of the consequences. You're just thinking of the beat and the music. Yeah, yeah. a little Biggie Smalls to get you going. Always you music. Oh, Every oh. time I'm on the oh, steps, yeah. has to be music. There's music. No. Two things. Yeah, two music. things. Music and medicine. Amen, yeah. brother. <laughs> my medicine. Everybody knows my medicine. It's the name of the podcast, baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. But yes, those two things. I am 25. I am constant on the mountain. I have music and I have my. Oh, we man. Yep. You know, <laughs> you know the deal. I love that he mentioned that too, because most people realize if I'm snowboarding, I'm moving to the beat. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, that gets you flowing. It gets you pumped up, especially if you're trying to com- accomplish something you've been trying for all day, let's say a couple hours on the on the mountain. You've been trying this trick, and all it takes is that one song to get you going, yep. and you're in there. Uh, go through your arsenal, Jared. What's your arsenal, what you can do on, on jumps? On jumps? Yeah, yeah, what do you got? Not much. Backflip, front <laughs> flip, what do you got? Backflip, we got 360s, easy, fives, sevens, uh, obviously backflip. I tried front flips last year, didn't go too great. <laughs> he almost so had it, he almost had it. I landed on somebody's ski, known oh, as yeah. Johnny. okay. Yeah, Johnny's <laughs> ski, because <laughs> he ate it on the jump right beforehand. It's the antics that goes down <laughs> on the mountain. Yeah, these guys aren't always the safest. <laughs> but I can guarantee you we're having the most fun. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah. And they are unsafe. safe. I'm fun. kidding. <laughs> I, 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 they are safe, generally speaking. These guys, I haven't never felt unsafe with them. Johnny, what's your arsenal? What do you got? Oh. Uh, on jumps, uh, front flips, back flips. Uh, I can do rodeos, uh, switch fives. Do a, do a little uh, 
little Japan grab in there every now and again. Um, we can do a Lincoln loop. I never saw that. No, the, the, the threes, the fives, I can do seven twenties. Uh, I could probably bust out a 900. It'd be pretty, uh, it'd be pretty penciled though. Probably wouldn't bust and grab out, but, uh, I could probably, I could probably throw a 10 around. Haven't done it. Haven't even. I don't even think I even tried to do it. That's because you haven't, you haven't had the right jumps for it. Yeah, yet. we Just don't wait. have big enough jumps. So my, so my question is then, you, you'd be good for a slope style competition. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be able to compete pretty well in a slope style competition that we would see out there. Uh, slope style, yeah. I mean, I could, I could push my limits in the slope style, but uh, I wanna, I wanna say it too much, but hopefully I'll be able to. Hope you'll be able to throw some doubles down this year. We got that soft snow out there in Colorado. And you got that nice Stop. barn across the street. At Woodward. Yeah. Yeah, I got the training center. I got Woodward uh, copy right there. So I'm uh Well you didn't know that try and get, Yeah. Hopefully try and get some doubles down this year and uh we'll see how it goes. It's been uh it's it's been one of my uh one of my tricks on my list for a while. So I think I can hopefully try and do a double this year. Is there is is there any way to make money out there like on an amateur basis, just doing events around different mountains? Because I can imagine all these mountains have different events around, right? And there's only yeah. a few of the big money events that are followed by X Games and that kind of stuff. But is yeah. there actually money like in a minor league circuit of that around? I'm sure there's amateur contests. Especially yeah, there are, especially like, out there because that's how people make is you have to win amateur contests. Like the USSAS, whatever. It is. They're kind of like the AM type contests, I would say. Yeah. But they are pretty big, but they're nothing like Dutor or X Games. No, obviously, that's the next level. Right? Yeah. I'm just curious, like you got there, you because it's all about the socialization. It's all, oh, yeah. right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's more than just skiing, right? It's, it's yeah. about bringing the whole puzzle together and maybe finding jobs as yeah. well. Maybe exactly. Long term yep. jobs, right? Yep. I mean, yeah, bigger jobs, is bigger that, money, so, yeah, more so, skiing. All right, here's the deal. You guys obviously aren't going the college route right now. Um, so do you see where you want to try and make this like a, like a, 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 a couple of years and find jobs within the industry kind of thing? Cause this industry will always be around, right? Yep. There's right. always going to be, this industry is always around. There's always gonna be the same people. It's seasonal, obviously. So that's a little drawback, but yeah. have you guys gave given that thought? And not, I don't think it's a horrible idea. That's what I'm asking. I mean, personally, I, right now I'm only in it for six months. I think there's a good possibility that I will stay out there yeah. and find another summer job and, you know, start a life out there. But as of right now, I'm just kind of going into it, seeing how I like it. It's obviously my first time out, like first time like living out there. So it's going to be a whole different vibe. Yeah. I'm Longer the same season. Boat. Yeah. For you too, Jerry. Yeah. Jo- Johnny is thinking he, if, if you talk to him, he's got another, he's, he's ready to send it out there for life. Yeah. Yeah. So my plans my plan right now going out here is to, you know, first enjoy it and second progress as a skier, but thirdly is to hopefully get somewhere within the ski industry, whether that's sales on the floor at a ski shop, whether that's physically working on skis, you know, waxing them, putting bindings on them. Or if I gotta just work my way up from step one to however many steps of the ski mountain there is to, you know, I guess make a living out of it. And yeah, but yeah, I'm in it. 
I'm in it for the long haul. I want to be out there. I love skiing, and uh, that's the place I want to be to keep doing it. It's the longest season, generally speaking. Being out west is a longer season than being out east. So that's number oh, yeah. one good thing, being out there. Number two, the opportunities. And then his, uh, so we all are friends with Zach Hallett. He yeah. owns Full Send Skiing Outdoor uh, down in Canadagua. We're all big believers of him. He just had a second after dark party recently, which was a, another great event. Drew. Time. Yeah, and it drew a whole bunch of different group people than last time so the store is doing great um has he given you guys maybe some context or some advice to go out there with too because i know how good zach is he's a, he's a good mentor type role and johnny real quick while you while you're on silence just ask your dad real quick what happened to philip Lindsay this week uh the denver running back but go ahead jared <laughs> i mean he knows johnny a lot more because he lives out there with him like in canadagua but he definitely probably will once we're out there settled in and whatnot he'll definitely probably hook us up with some people get in contact with yeah and he hooked us all up with with some some nice some nice accessories for our for our experience out there hooked me and johnny up with a nice fresh pair of skis and snowboard and so we're all we're all ready to go yeah i saw i was there the night you got the yep. snowboard that's sick yep. it's awesome yep what, what right brand that. is it so you can tell the people uh, i got what an you got academy from? propaganda 2020 and then some flux eric leon bindings it's going to be a fun season. Knows them down to the T. Oh, I yeah. Love it. <laughs> love it. Some people like that. Love like right it. now, if you ask me, Mike, I'd be like, eh, well, I just got new bindings last year. Uh, now I can now I can go backcountry and uh, switch them yeah. from, get, you know, I can't yeah, even tell you what kind of bindings are. I know exactly are. Yeah. what I got. <laughs> I know you guys are. That's good. But uh, there was a certain stage I could say the same thing, but, you know, then you then you get cluttered with too much. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you got, Jared? What's your gear? For the park, I use uh, Vocal Revolt 95s with look pivot bindings and then i just purchased a pair of like all mountain pow skis so i can ski a lot better in the bowls when we're out there i got last year's no they're this year's of atomic ben chetler 100s with attack 13 bindings (laughs) and brand new boots this year full tilt drop kicks i love it okay and these just to let you know these two guys are not silver spoon corner of the mouth type families. These guys come from blue nope. collar families. This is truly passion. They, they put their money into their hobbies like this. And this is what I want to paint too. So people don't think, Oh, this is just a sport and nobody can afford it. No, it's expensive. What do you guys do to scramble to do this? Cause I, I can tell you, I'm going to be scrambling all winter to go. All it like, takes is if you're serious about it, you just need to make a budget and abide by it for, let's say four to five months of, let's just say this, let's say the February to the October and honestly, if if you have a, you don't even really need a well-paying job to, no, you don't. to at least move out I there. I was able to do it. So yep, all, all it <laughs> takes is 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 a mentality to do it, yeah. and a set and some, goal, some self-control when you want to go out and buy that food or that drink. Yeah, discipline and a plan. Those are yeah. two huge things. Uh, how about also this? Let's talk about this piece of it. Also, it's basically you buy the gear, but passes, right? So season passes, you guys probably did season passes most oh, yeah. of the time at Bristol, right? Yep, that's and, what I used to And that's do. because you had uh, you were paying because you're younger, right? Yep. Yeah. So so you can tell people how if they're thinking about getting their kids into skiing and what the cost would be. So so you know obviously your parents weren't there season ticket holders were there. Well, maybe your dad was. No. Season, no. So you, no. Yeah. 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 Like I was never season pass holder at Bristol. I am not. I don't have that money for that. Yeah. I, I go 10, 10, 13 times a year. That's it. Yeah. The price went up. Yeah, none of my parents weren't season pass holders, but luckily I was I was 
Uh, I was lucky enough to have a friend whose mom brought him up all the time when he was younger before we had our licenses and whatnot. So I always went up with him on the Saturdays that we he, that we could. And ever since then, I've I've always went to Bristol. Always been that's always been the mound that I like the most, at least around here. Yeah, for it's a, best. for We're a viable spoiled. distance at least. Yeah, I grew up at Swain, so. I'm not going back there. I go like once a year. Swain is like 640, it's 700, 640, 640 like that, vertical, yeah. and Bristol's 1,200. So it's a it's a difference of like double in size. Yeah. And and I've said this before in past episodes. For someone's new to this, Bristol is the most vertical between Gore and the Rockies. So yeah. there's no other ski mountain with more vertical than than Bristol, which is great. And there's some pretty steep spots too. Way steep, like yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. doubt. I mean, there's been people killed on Meteor. You know, they they don't understand the pitch of that mountain. Rocket yeah. and Comet are are just comets. Yeah, if you get going wrong, it'll go wrong real quick. You got to be smart. Helmets. So you guys are smart. Let's talk about safety a little bit, right? Um, park safety and general. Like, what's the gear you guys wear? I know you guys are good. I've been Helmets, with you still. So. Always, I always wear a helmet. Just even when you think you won't need it. Don't you're matter. always gonna go out and have some fun, and when you're having fun, you tend to get a little reckless. So. I, I, there's been times where I've forgotten my helmet and bought another one on the yeah. mountain just because I know I'll, it'll be safer without it. Remember that day. Yep. Johnny, what about you? So, for the longest time, I don't know, I guess I tried to be cool and do that park skier mentality and whatnot, cool guy, but I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't wear a helmet for, I don't know, the last four years maybe, and there were definitely... Definitely some close calls where I definitely should have had the helmet on. I mean, I banged up my head, but uh, luckily enough, I didn't get any concussions. Just kind of, just kind of walked it off. Like I, I'm good. Kept skiing, but definitely all these youngins out there definitely wear a helmet. Don't try to, don't all try to be cool in front of your yep. friends. Helmets are cool. Don't wear a helmet. Helmets are cool. Yeah, don't. Helmets it's not cool. worth it. It's not worth it to go out there and not no, have a helmet. It was. I. I was. Yeah. I was the same way. I didn't even helmet. I didn't. I didn't go hard in the train park. It was a spring skiing event in Bristol side of me, Meteor. Mm-hmm. I'm cranking and it's. Ju- it's just you know that Slushy. that corn. You know, and you're going. I'm like caught an edge and I actually wrapped myself around a tree. That if I didn't get around it, I don't know what I would have crashed right. into. My buddy came around the top and he thought he's he couldn't believe I was alive, let alone. Exactly, Dude, it's dangerous. It is a dangerous that. sport. If you're not if you're not Ooh. careful and know what you're doing, then you can even easily if, get hurt. Even if you are careful, snow is snow, can do snow snakes, and next thing you know, you're down on the ground, sliding down the hill. Yep. Are you guys excited about skiing powder? Oh yeah. Oh, that's the best part about being. Well, I don't even know if I could say it's the best part because <laughs> we're going to the mountain with the best freestyle terrain. Yeah. Uh, but oh, really? Is that what? That's what I was going to get into. That's so What's 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 that known for? And what were you guys talking about for the training center? What's oh, Woodward? That? Yeah, Woodward. so Woodward has its own correlation with Copper Mountain, and they have a barn facility across the across the street from the mountain, and inside it has skate parks, foam pits, trampolines, trampolines mini ramps, like roller boards, roller skis, anything you need to progress at like an indoor, like at whatever level you need. They have all types of levels. And it's like a club, like anybody. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can buy can a season specialized. Yeah, you can you can go for a two-hour training session, or you can buy a season pass and go whenever you want. It's it's really all all up to however much you want to progress. And 
So you're already going to ski for free out there. You guys yep. are set. Five guys, I think, are staying in one house, right? Is that what you guys are yep. doing? Yeah, that's what we're doing, yep. So you guys got five, so you're saving pretty good that way. So, like, that gives you an opportunity to maybe put in, buy a season pass and take that on as well. Yeah, that's and we get easy. a major yeah. discount because we, work, discount. because we work at the mountain. So I think normally the season pass for the training barn is around, like, 250 We get it for 50 So... We get a yeah Perfect. we get a, yeah we get a major you discount. You get everything you want there. Yeah, we'll yep. be there every night. Yeah, food you get discounts on food discounts too. Discounts on food, drinks, at the bar. Yep. Oh gosh, all re- pretty much a bunch of retail shops at the bottom. Like they sent us a list of benefits, and it was a full page with like twenty bullets in like small font. They had to squeeze it all in on of the course. one page. Oh, so you're, you basically get to take advantage of any part of that resort. Yep, yeah. we get d- gas uh, discounts on gas. Like to for the people who have to travel. Oh, that's true. Because you're you guys. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. How far off the mountain are you guys? So we're living, probably. It says twenty minute, five minutes GPS. Probably gonna be around 35, 40. Yeah, but, especially in the winter. Yep, especially. Oh, the, but um, you'll be you'll be also, first up, right? So there's yeah. also a yep. uh, a bus service that we can use, which honestly I'm probably gonna be using more often than not because it's a lot safer. Yeah, it's wearing tired too. I mean, and you'll get there on time. Saves you some money. Yeah, yeah if you're late, I'm on your bus. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, now, what jobs are you guys gonna have going there? Uh, I'm gonna be a, a lift operator, so I'm gonna be running running lifts. Cool. Same, with, same with Johnny. And then I'll be a youth ski instructor. I'll be teaching the little kids how to ski. Oh man! See, I would have wanted to be a ski instructor. Did you guys all try and go ski instructor, or did you guys do interview me, and they decided? Me and Johnny. So we applied well before Brady. Yeah. Brady was kind of very, very last minute. Yeah. And we both applied for the to be like a freestyle coach, like in the park. And, you know, I got my interview and he was like, you know, you have to be a certain degree in training people. So he's like, our entry level is the youth ski instructor. I was like, all right, I'm down for that. You can always work your way up from there, anyway. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Once you get it there, it's, it's all about it's just connections. Matter, yeah, yeah. Then it's just building yourself. That's yep. easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Putting yourself certified. out there. Yeah, if you're a hustler, you're gonna you're gonna right, you're gonna make oh, exactly. But yeah. I would love to be teaching. That's what I would want. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of nervous to do it because you know teaching little kids how to ski is probably not going to be the best, depending on what age they are. But it'll be a good you're time. Hear a lot of coach. I'm cold. Yeah. I mean, you got yeah, you got sniffly noses. You got. I'm going to have to carry some hop, Kleenex, hop, yep, some hot, hands. hot hands, yep. Milfs. Th- huh? Milfs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, Big tips. <laughs> Big tips, yep. I'll be trying to make sure keep them kids happy, oh, get yeah. nice tips from their hot moms. But listen, I, I, I've hung out with you a couple of times. I know you're going to be fine around kids. You guys all have great energy, yeah. and you guys aren't those guys that like think you're too cool yeah, for everybody. Yeah, I grew up with so. four, three siblings. Yeah, you guys are good. You got me. siblings or no? Yeah, Jared. I have a brother. Yeah, so you guys know. So that's cool. So I'm glad Johnny didn't get the. I was waiting for to hear that Johnny got like he, he's going to be like yeah he's going to be like the caterer for the the women who are he's working gonna at the, the mountain. He's going to be the male masseuse. Like, yeah, exactly. The masseuse. Like, Work at Starbucks. I was waiting for Johnny to come up with something like crazy. So what uh, what's the Brady for you? What what's your expectations going into this? And what are you really hoping to get out of this six months? Uh so some expectations are it's definitely going to be freezing. See, that's the thing about me. I, I love snowboarding, but I'm not that much of like a cold or cold person. So I know there's going to be a lot of shoveling, a lot of. Uh, Dude, you're going to stand up. out for eight hours straight. I mean, I'm going to have. Open to close. I'm going to have the, the right. Smoke. I'm going to have the right He's equipment. Screwed. I'm going to have the right equipment. <laughs> and if not, then I'm going to. You're going to be a wuss? No, I, yeah, I, I can't wuss it out. I'm going to have to push through it. He ain't going to take his lunch breaks on the. On okay. The no, this is a perfect <laughs> opportunity. Let's start talking about what gear you need to stay warm that long outside. You got to have long underwear. 
You got to have the right socks. You got to have he's layers. So, he's no wonder he fails. He's well. not even. <laughs> let's start with the feet first. What is your management plan for your feet? Boots and just socks? Uh, no warm hand warmer? No, no boot warmers? Right, yeah, there's going to be, there's gonna be toe warmers. Yeah, no, there's there's toe warmers. And I got a nice pair of insulated socks. Okay. Plus, I'm going to be wearing my snowboard boots, so I should be okay, fine. Okay, so insulated socks for one day. Then what happens when you do laundry every night? Oh, I got, got three pairs. Again? Got oh, three pairs. pairs. All right. This, this is what I'm going Because I'm concerned. Yeah, because no, this no, is I, a true thing. No, 100%. I, I, work, I work for the post office for 18 years. 15 is... Or, uh, 12 of it is a delivery supervisor. So warmth and light, this is what I want to talk about. Yeah, yep. um, so generally speaking, are you going to have like, do you have like a nylon layer and then an insulated sock over it? So you have a barrier. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to figure it out just to say. That. I would say the flatbed. I would because yeah. I bet thought about every ski job possible for myself. Okay, so that would be the least favorite of mine. Yeah, that was the one that was open when I took it. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to branch out once I get out there. But for right now, I'm just kind of... Like, yeah. You're a lifty, dude. Like yeah. He's going to be that kid that <laughs> yeah, the whole winter, he's trying to get different jobs. And at the end of the day, he's going to be in the same job. And everybody's be like, no, you're still the lifty. Yeah, buddy. I can't wait to just cruise Johnny? by him in the lift line like, with Johnny, all the kids. <laughs> Johnny's also a lifty. Hold on. Yeah, have him at the top of the mountain waiting for me. Johnny's going to be the one that sits inside the thing. And you see him dancing, bobbing back and forth. Yep. And Hey, what's up? Oh, we got to stop it. And then he'll go pick <laughs> someone up. But he'll be so disheveled because his, he'll be forgot he has a job up there. And he'll be all Johnny. He'll be all disheveled. Everything out of the way while he's trying to help some kid get up. Yeah, he'll have music blasting. <laughs> Johnny, funny. I can't yeah. believe Lifty. Are you a little disappointed in that? What was that? You're going to be a Lifty, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm actually excited. Like... Anything to get me out there, whether it's Lifty, whether if I'm working at Starbucks serving coffee, yep. whether I'm working at McDonald's flipping burgers, as long as I'm skiing out there in the mountain that offers me the ability to progress, I'm I'm cool with it. You know, you gotta sometimes you gotta suffer, make it to make it through the ranks, and uh, I'm 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 prepared for anything. Who's who's helped you develop that mentality, Johnny? That's a really healthy way to look at things. And for someone that a lot of things comes naturally easy for you from what your boys say, because, you know, your boys want to razz you. So they didn't sit here and say, <laughs> Johnny can't do anything. They were talking about how you your everything comes easy to you. So, Johnny, how is it that you have this mentality? Is it because of the parents in your car with you? What is it? What, is it your upbringing? What do you got? Give me a little background on Johnny. Well, uh... The uh, mentality part of it is, uh, you know, I grew up, I grew up great life, like, love my parents, love everything about my life, but the one thing that sort of brought me down through, uh, through growing up is I, uh, I had, uh, I have, uh, <laughs> no, I know, they're just looking at me right now, like, what? Um, He's gonna say it! But no, you know... It's it's not a bad thing. I look at it now, and I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't change anything about it. But growing up, I had hearing aids. I, you know, I still wear them. I still uh, I still use them on, on a daily basis. But growing up, it was uh, it was pretty difficult at first going through school. Uh, not like not like getting bullied or anything, but I could sense like kids looking at me different. You know, going going through sports was hard because. I'd be on the soccer field or whatnot, couldn't hear my coaches, and I guess it was it was sort of up to me to figure out how to how to go through this stuff and still, you know, 
not make a big deal out of it. And uh, I guess that's where the mentality comes from. It's like, no matter what life throws at you, you got to just take it, do your best out of it. And uh, I think I've done that fairly well such a throughout, good kid. Uh, my, throughout, <laughs> throughout my high school tenure. And uh, even like even lacrosse, going uh, going through uh, four years of lacrosse, even actually like probably six, even through middle school. It wasn't until my senior year that we uh, we made a switch. I I gave a microphone to my coach, and he could talk to me through the microphone onto the field. And just in just that year alone, I progressed as a as a player and as a teammate more than I have in in my whole sports career in high school and throughout my schooling. So, you know, it's just you know, life throws you curveballs, and you know, you gotta hit it. You gotta learn how to work through them. That's impressive, dude. That's a really cool story. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us, Johnny, because you know some people wouldn't, but that that's so true. And, and now I see where it all comes from. Um, and your parents are really awesome. Now, now I I just learned recently that, uh, and then I'm gonna leave this on the table. But I have known Johnny's father for almost 20 years. So I've been beating him in fantasy football for a long, long time now. <laughs> and we're all in the same crew. I used to actually be at Johnny's house where we held the draft back in the day when we used to have all the draft together. And it was through a mutual friend, Mike Walker, that brought us all together. That's wild. Um, but it was so funny that I saw Joe. He was at the after hours party. And, and Joe is very nice. And so is his, his wife, who's giving me the whole rundown on her full family and how awesome they are. Um, but really, really good, sweet people. So, so Johnny, I know you got two awesome parents that, that definitely supported you through all that. And, and even so your, your dad was probably some kind of depression he was feeling as he constantly got beat up by me in fantasy football but <laughs> and he still is a good good role model for you and never depressed but uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to I'm happy to all you guys are out there making this trip together I think it's really cool you guys are doing this together oh yeah we're excited yeah it's cool I can't wait to your head dad hears that too later on oh I'll, I'll I'll make sure he listens to the podcast and he knows you're talking that you're going to beat him in fantasy. He's looking at me in the rear view mirror. He's looking at me in the rear view mirror right now and staring me in the face. So, you know. uh, it just so happens, folks, but, uh, I, I won't talk about fantasy football much longer because it is a dry subject for a lot of people. But right at this moment, me and his father are head-to-head against each other in our fantasy. How ironic is that? Yeah, I'm that looking at it right now, and technically I'm winning 16.4 to 4.2 right now. Ooh. And that's very, you know, nothing. Only one player has played on each team. But, you know, this is just a little fun that we like to have amongst oh, yeah. friends. So it wouldn't be fun if we didn't have to talk, get to talk a little bit. Now right. I got it on a podcast I get to talk of, and he can't even respond right now. No. It's like Say the best ever, want. man. This is like <laughs> bonus time for me right now. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys. So I got expectations out of Brady and, and Johnny, definitely. So, Jer- so you, so you now, Jared. What do you think? What's your expectations going there? What, what really do you want to get out of this? What do you think? I don't know. I'm expecting it's going to be a whole different world for me. Just being around here my entire life, and then going pretty much all the way across the country, living the ski life that I've always wanted to live, and looking to get out of it. Just an amazing winter. For now, you know, I plan to just stay there for the winter, but possibly new life out there, which could be Whatever great. Whatever way the wind you know, blows. Yeah. 
the good part is all three of you guys will be in positions where you can meet people very easily. People don't realize in skiing circles, it's very, it's a cool community. If you, yeah, if you talk and you social. socialize, people socialize, they love to share stories because at the end of the day, you don't want to go down on a mountain run by yourself, right? No. Like, and if you see some other people, that's how you guys became friends with, with Johnny because yeah, exactly. you're like, look at this dude, what he can do. I want to go be friends with him. Yep. That's, I mean, I, yeah. I have a feeling that's how it was, right? Yep, exactly. You're all in the park wow, together. Johnny can ski. Let's, let's go talk we, to him. Yeah, we, yeah. Need to, we need to make him as our friend, right? Like that's how it goes you're gonna do the same thing out there so you're gonna be teaching young kids yeah and Try meeting to pass their parents yep, meeting right? i can't wait to shred and, them out with them it's gonna be so and fun. the parents can say what are you doing out here what you got you need a job oh do you need a nanny for the summer Folks, right like like a I'm little side good. hustle yeah like anything you can branch off of this is yeah. really cool um what mountains do you guys have you thought about what all right first of all where is copper mountain for people because we haven't even, we haven't even it's gone near, over it's like two hours west of denver it's so the closest towns to it are Frisco, Silverthorne, and Dillon. It's like Summit are, County area. It's also if people know where Breckenridge is because it's a lot bigger. If you go to the top of Breck and look behind it, that's copper. Is it uh, further to get to? Because like I know Utah, like you go down one canyon, there's a bunch of different mountains. Yeah, it's down all the right canyon, there. Right? So how is this like? Uh, explain to people like a little bit the mountains in in yeah, Colorado, Denver. In Colorado, so Denver is pretty much in the flat area. There's nothing around it, but you can see the mountains in the distance. You have to drive into the mountains at least 45 minutes to an hour to start getting to ski resorts. And then they're all just kind of scattered off of I-70 all the way through. They're just all super spread apart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's part of the Rocky Range, right? Rocky, yeah, Mount, Rocky, Rocky Mountains, Mountains there, yeah. right? So it's basically what? You, you got peaks and then it almost look like there's a, there's a lot like of peaks bowls. Peaks and valleys, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of bowls I noticed with the copper. It almost like a three stage mountain. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, there's like lifts to get up way above the tree line. Yeah. That's one of my also favorite things about copper is you don't really see it probably on any mountain. Is if you look at the trail map, everything to the right side is all pretty much greens. In the center, it's all pretty much blue squares, and then off to the left, it's all like black diamonds. I noticed that, and the left had that extra back cat, the back side of yep, it there, yep. right? That falls down away yeah. from one of the bowls. I noticed, yep. so yeah, it, that's why I want to ask. So it's it looked like it was like a 30, 50, or not a third, like a 10, 30, but there was a high amount of serious terrain there. Oh, yeah, a lot of black, yeah, and they're yeah. adding ter- terrain for this winter too. There, yep, Tucker and, Mountain right behind it. Oh yeah, they did have Tucker on the on the trail. Yeah, like that, they so. added the uh, another lift back there. They also have a free cat that'll take you up to the top of it as well. That'll be fun. The cat, the cat runs. Oh, yeah, man. I cat can't. Scheme. Oh, I gotta do a cat run. You guys are killing me right now. Yeah, you gotta come out. I, I, won't, I won't be able to this winter, but Brady I will have an air mattress for you. Oh, trust me, if I could, <laughs> if there's some possible way to get out there, oh, it's gonna God. be fun. It's just gonna be send ex- your son out. Yeah, I know. Either him or I. All right. So, what other mountains you guys want to hit out there? Educate me a little bit about Colorado skiing. Like, what other what other mountains have you guys looked at? Like, right now, if I was in your shoes, I would have already researched every mountain within a two, three hour drive, probably four hour drive, and said, "What's on Pretty my season passes?" Right. Only pl- I want to go to Jackson Hole, and then I want to go to Park City, which are you know different states. I actually have a buddy who just moved to Park City, so we might try and go visit him. It's a seven hour drive from Copper. <laughs> And he'll be able to hook us up with passes, hopefully, for cheap. Anyway, if you're listening to this, hook us up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all about getting the connections, right? I mean, I've already been on Zach going where you get me passes at. Yeah, but but you guys have a good situation already. So explain your pass. You have a pretty 
Robust yeah, with, plan with the employment at Copper, we get a free season pass to the mountain, and we and can the icon pass. Yeah, as the well. icon pass. So we uh, mammoths on that, I think. Yes. Yep, mammoths in Cali. I want to go there. We're mm-hmm. thinking about doing a trip out west on the way home, go a little bit further if we all have the money, and then make our Probably way home. Broke. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you'll plan for it. Yeah. True. True. We'll see. No, that's good stuff. So, um. You, you're mentioning these different mountains, Mammoth, but the Icon Pass, the, describe that for people and so, what that does for a benefit. Epic Pass, or, there's Epic Pass, that's mm-hmm. Vale's you know, pass for all their mountains, which they pretty much own everything nowadays. So the Icon is like the same thing, just the other mountains who aren't part of Vale. So it's like Copper, I think A Basin is on it. Keystone. Keystone is. Mammoth. I think there's a couple here in Vermont. Yep. Mm-hmm. Couple out east. Yeah. Yeah. I think I wanna say Stowe, but I'm not sure on that. Killington. No, Killington's epic, I thought. It's confusing, remember. but there's, no, yeah, there's right. too no, many. No, it's good. <laughs> this, I'm just trying to educate people that there are these passes out there, so you don't necessarily have to go uh, to they're one place, cheap. right? Yeah, I was just going to say they are because there's not a lot of people go out, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, the passes aren't that expensive. Pretty sure it's just tough to get. Bristol yeah, it's cheaper than a Bristol season No, it is. Pass, it is, and you do crazy. all these different mountains, but and the whole the thing is it's, yeah. Getting out to all those mountains and making it worth it. it. But four trips, it's worth it pretty much because a ticket at a resort out west is probably... 150. Yeah, especially Vail Resorts. One day, one day pass at Vail is like 150 like, bucks. Well, it's no different in the East here, and there's no collective pass for all these. Exactly. So the no. night, Gore and Whiteface are, are together, and they yeah. also have what, Belair, not Belair, yeah, I think it's Belair is the third one, but there's three in yeah. that pass. So if you get a season pass, or if you have a day ski pass, you can go to any of those three places. Yep. yep. So that's nice, but there's, uh, you go through the rest of Vermont, there's really not a lot of, uh, unfortunately, there's nothing, no pass like that on the East, because I would no. probably get that. Yep. And I, I got to imagine it's just the ownership groups. There's not that you have too many different individual order, right, yeah. ownership groups. And they the all got to come together if they want to do that. Yeah. And that's because running those resorts out West just costs so much more. You can't be a private mm-hmm. like yeah. you can here. Right. That's right. the difference. Right. That's the big thing. Cause then you'll have to match their actual ticket prices and everything from the place that owns them. And then they got to come up with the freaking payment back and forth. Like Bristol yeah. is the most, Bristol is the most expensive place to ski to me almost in the whole northeast yeah, it's oh, yeah. more oh, expensive yeah. to gore Dude, their season passes are up to like nine hundred dollars now it's ridiculous it's like, that's for ju- younger that's too, for right? a no, 25 and under yeah is it i thought the 25 and under was still around like six seven hundred bucks maybe maybe it's still a lot for yeah, a kid either way. under 25 years old to come up with 700 bucks yeah and driving down there constantly yeah. weekly to get the value out of yeah. it you know what I mean? Because you're talking Spend about money at the concessions. Getting that's drinks. at least 15 times going to get your money back if that's what you paid every time. Yeah, exactly. You have to go a decent amount of times. To make yeah, so you got to go more than 15. And, and it, for us, it's a 45 minute drive, give or take. That's quarter tank of gas or something like that. Yeah, from Chai Lai down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys all going out there single guys? Yep. Nope. <laughs> Johnny, me and Johnny are. Jared's got someone and you two aren't. Oh, that's this is going to be funny. I cannot wait. Oh, by the way, folks, we are going to do a post them coming back from Copper or next year. Our, our Ski Bone Roundtable will be these three and we'll be talking about this again. We'll probably have them on in the spring too so I can hear about some of their yep. escapades out there. Oh, yeah. So, Johnny, you're going out there single. Brady's going out there single. Jared's the only one going out there like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Jared. Jared's cropped up. He's fun. He's been tough for a while now. What has it been, Jared? Probably five years, something four, like that? Four years. 
Four years. Four oh, years. Well, that's a good like woman it. to let you go out there then. Yeah. Well, she knows it's always been a dream of mine, so. That's funny Jared's stuff. I at, love it. What was Jared's that, John? looking at marriage here in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I like the boys all chiming in together. So, so Johnny, what are you thinking, man? Are, are, are you thinking this is going to be a crazy adventure? What other mountains do you want to hit? Is there anything you want to hit? These guys said what they want to hit. What are you looking at? What are you eyeing that you say, I got to do while I'm out here? So, hopefully in the next couple of days, me and my dad will hit... Uh, hit up a basin because they were the first mountain open this year um they got roughly like two to three trails open now but that's good enough for me if i can slap on the planks in october i'm i'm happy as can be but uh aside from that i would say i'd say keystone to be pretty cool um i'd want to go to uh i'd want to go to winter park i think winter park would be pretty cool um, and like Jared was saying, he's got a, he's got a, it's not in Colorado, but he's got a buddy out in Utah. So I think Park City would be pretty cool to go to. And then, uh, up in Cali, if we do that, uh, cross country road trip after, I think Mammoth would be, be pretty cool. But, you know, we'll see how, we'll see how the trip takes us or where the trip takes us. And, uh, hopefully I'll hit more than that. But hopefully, uh, Within the next couple of days, I'll be skiing out with my dad. So jealous. That's the best thing, man. You and your dad getting to ski together. So, um, how about a little advice to to young families or young kids who are getting into skiing, Johnny? Like, like, not so much, you know, all the aerial shit you can do and all all the fun stuff, right? But like, like the social side of it. And like, I mean, that Del Forte, the that rail jam, that's a big family thing for you. Like, how how important is that with this whole ski thing with you? So the uh, uh, Scottsdale Forty Park Jam is a foundation that we do to help support um, younger kids who can't necessarily afford um, ski passes or the ability to go skiing every day, every weekend. So we provide the funds for those kids to go skiing. And then in uh, January, we hold a... uh, a uh, rail jam with uh, a big air section to it and uh, we raffle off prizes uh, there's medals for each uh, for each section so they'll have like a best trick, a rail section, first, second, third a jump section, first, second, third and uh, the whole idea is just to get everyone together you know um, you know, skiing like you guys said earlier, skiing is one big uh one big community and we just want to be a part of that so we uh we do that for the kids and just to get everyone together and have have fun you know cook up some hot dogs have some sodas for the kids and it's just it's all around a fun time yeah it's, it is uh, it's a great it's a fun time. weekend you talk like you're 40 yeah. with the kids, <laughs> sodas for the kids. <laughs> like you're like you're a father of two kids already or something <laughs> you make me laugh johnny i love it Whose idea was it, Johnny? I want to hear the background of how it started. So, the Skydome 40 Foundation started in, uh, I want to say roughly 2003, 2004-ish. My dad's brother, Scott, had passed away. Um, And we just wanted to do something to remember him and uh, commemorate him. So we started the foundation in which we provide the funds for, uh, 
chance to go ski. And, uh, you know, Scott was a, he was a great uncle. He uh, was a great family man. You know, he loved his kids, loved being with the family. And uh, we just wanted to remember that. And the best, the best way to do that was to uh, keep doing something that he loved, which was, which was skiing and being around the family. So we brought the two together and uh, we came up with the, uh, with the foundation. That's really incredible. Your family's awesome, man. That that I didn't realize that was the whole backdrop of the story, and that's what you guys did it for. But I'm definitely gonna make sure I'm more involved in, it in the future to help you guys out because to me that's a big challenge. I saved every set of skis I had for my son or my daughters and made sure they got repurposed to somebody else. To the point now where I have a grandchild now. He's born on uh, July second, yep. and I actually have the skis back that I taught Spencer how to ski on when he was three. Wow! I have the actual Atomic race little red ones with the wow. black and white. I have the actual skis my son learned on for my grandson to learn on. Nice, damn. Yeah, I have my first pair. That's of skis. awesome. Yeah, so I I can't wait. Like my daughter's already seen the picture. Yeah, I know, Dad. And my daughter's all about it. She's like, "Yep." As soon as my daughter's like, "Yeah," she's one of those guys. Like, "Oh, if you fell, get up and brush it off." Yep, yeah, that's let's exactly go. what my dad was. Get up. Yeah. What do you mean? I just picked my son up by the. I would pick yeah. my son up by the top of his jacket and repurpose his skis down the hill yeah, again. And be like, go. Going. Let's go. He always wanted to blame <laughs> me if we went down a trail. All right, let me ask you guys if you did this to your parents. Obviously, you, and this is why I have my YouTube channel. I'm going to do my plug right now. Brian Lane Ski Videos. We'd go to places. Shameless plug. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. You're awesome. So at the end of the day, we couldn't find, we didn't know how trails were. So you get over the lip of a trail and you really don't know what that trail is about unless right. you saw it by a lift or somewhere <laughs> else. Did you guys, did you get par- mad at your parents that they brought you down a trail that maybe you didn't want to do at the time? Or were you just like, all right, we're all learning together? Like, yeah. like how'd you I guys feel like treat I didn't that? get that mad because I... I feel like he always knew that I could do it. So if I right. if I was going down there, I would I would I was getting down. I yeah, said blame I you. probably was the same way. You know, always was down to try it. I like trying things that are new to me. Yeah, I mean, even because we, we didn't like bump runs. The ice over bump oh, runs, no, I'm right? Good like, on bump runs. Nobody likes moguls. No, but the ice over <laughs> one. I know Jared's like, oh, whatever. I'll just I got springy legs. I can do whatever. <laughs> no, nope, so. I can't do moguls. You can't. Oh, so, I hate them. See, so we get, we all want to avoid that run at all costs every mountain we go yes. to, right? Like that's a, we'll do it if we have to. If I'll all of our the friends trees. are doing, I don't care. Amen. Trees all day. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, tree, no snow. Tree runs are move. Dude, trees are so we're all the same. So those bull runs, that's what we want to avoid. So if, at the end of the day, if we end up on a run, my son would be mad. Like, where'd you bring me? I didn't know where the heck we we're going either. We're we're learning here, brother. Like, right. what do you got to blame me for? So at least it's only my son. You guys didn't all get like welled nah. up like because my son's exactly your try age. It. Yeah, right? You got to try something new. Yeah. All right, Glades. Let's talk about Glades a little bit, tree skiing. I love them. They're, that's that's the move. You get almost like get more lost. of like uh, an adrenaline rush to them. What do you got, Johnny? I know you want to chime in. I'm, I'm all about the Glades. Uh, I haven't had Glades up uh, like I'm going to see in Colorado here, but up in... Uh, You're not ready for them, Johnny. Yeah, he ain't ready. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But up in Montreal, they had some, they had some trails. You could, uh, you go into some pretty nice glades out there, but nothing like the, nothing like the powder out there. I bet. There's nothing like it. I love glades in the east. Gore, thirty-two glades, oh. longest, oh. most glades any individual so place, and they just cleaned them out last year. 
Really? Uh-huh. Oh, so they're going to be even better. Yeah. And they widen them a little bit. It used to be like <laughs> Jeep trails were as tight at times where you'd be like, holy smokes, what are we yeah. doing? Now it is seriously like they're all 12 feet, Kinda 10 like feet. Kind of like Valley's yes. glades are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So a little more open. It's not as like out west where you can get really open glades. Oh, yeah. And that's what I wanted you guys to talk about is like the glades out west, how they're different. Because all there's no really open glades here except the glades you go to out west, Peak. you make yourself. There's no designated trails for glades. I mean, there's there's there a couple. Is, there is yeah. designated trails, but there's also the ones that you make yourself when you're... Which are the best. Yeah. When you're in the back and Making you don't new see trails. Any, tra- any ski tracks, and you're like, all right, let me let me venture over here. And no one follows the same. You all make your own. That's that's the best part of being yeah. out west. So we went to Big Sky, my son and I was the worst winner ever in Montana, in Yellowstone. And this year, haven't they already got pounded? Yep. So Montana got yeah Montana got a couple feet got a couple feet. My cousin called me. This is my woeys me moment. My cousin just called me. I can get President's Day week at Big Sky for six hundred bucks for the week. Huh. So you about to pull the trigger? No, I can't. Yes, you are. I can't. Nope. Can't afford it this year. Six hundred bucks. Work here. (laughs) And the plane fare, and then the ski tickets there, and then Mm -hmm. renting equipment. And then, you know, ship your skis. Bring your skis skis with you. Bring your stuff. Ship. I actually shipping the skis is pretty much the same price for a week as renting the skis for the week. Or just bring your own skis. So what I do is I would ship my boots out there and then use their skis. Right. So I still have my boots. That's what I did last time. You know, I skip. I ship my. Uh, well, they have nice boots. skis, anyways. Out yeah, there, yeah. Right? yeah. So they it's got the wide like, skis. Yeah, yeah to be like honest, when I went here. out there, they're better than the skis I had yeah, at home at the time. Yeah, the yeah. ones that they're offering are top notch. Yeah, you know how it goes. So, and and my and my cousin knows everybody in that town because he's been going there for years. So he jumped in the shop first, and he's that pretentious guy. When they go in, they know they're going to sell him something expensive because oh, yeah. him and his wife bought everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, and they're great, great people. They just had the money to do it, and yeah. you know, my cousin's like me. Like, he walks into a place and he's going to know everybody in the place before he leaves. So I walk in there. Of course, they're gonna, I got the best set of skis are work because he was with me so yeah you know pays off you know how it goes connections it's all you need so that's it so big sky yeah i've been offered that 600 bucks for the week and he's like brian but i'm like oh my god i can't believe i gotta say no i mean and it's gonna be the best winter up there Mm -hmm. you know how it goes so all right so the winter's gonna be good up there the snow um glades East West Coast glades, you guys have done both. Do you like the tighter glades or the open open like I, bowls with the trees? I like them both. I, yeah, I like the open. You can go a lot faster, but the tight ski training is also really fun. Adds that extra like adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Not so much fear, but just that extra adrenaline rush trying to avoid trees. Something yeah. about and that. And it's packed down more in the east because it's wet or snow. Yep, so wet or snow. You might yep. hit some roots. You might hit some grass it's all good makes Always. it fun a couple rocks yeah it's all good, all good. that's right. good noises so what's the one danger of doing the open glades though what what is that what they call all uh, the uh post hauling no, oh no. it's um what do they call it i can't right, tree so, wells tree, tree wells. wells yeah okay don't get so, caught in the tree wells so please oh, i already warned please. johnny because no. he's never been oh yeah no so let's talk about it for a minute because this because there's some people out east that definitely will listen to this that have never yeah. skied out west because it's something I was paranoid about the whole time I was there. Yeah, it's essentially like, say there's a big dump. Well, there there's always going to be a lot of snow in the of trees course. out there. Yep. And it'll build up around the trees, and you won't notice it. You'll ski super close to a tree, and next thing you know, it just collapses underneath you. Could be six feet deep, maybe even deeper. You fall straight down, and if you're not skiing with anybody, you might not get out. You could yeah, die there. Sure. Yeah. Just make sure you're skiing with somebody at all times. 
Yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot of different stories. I've heard people's stories where they fall into these, and next thing you know, their their skis are hanging. They're hanging from their skis upside down. Yep. And um, so, tree wells. It's a big deal out west. It, it, it basically think of it as a reverse pyramid. Yeah. Um, of above a tree because you know if the tree above has a canopy then below it it might have that same type of canopy yep. underneath yeah. it because it stops the snow from coming in that pattern so if you consider the canopy over a tree under that tree that well could be kind of the same pattern yeah, exactly because looking at from afar you wouldn't notice at all that there's a, a hole yeah. under it you just think you oh cool no look at that little swale and next thing you know that swale disappears and you're down a hole yeah <laughs> Um, so buddy system, are you guys serious about that? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah especially, never, uh, especially in the bigger mountains. I mean, it's not so much as relevant or relevant in Empress the smaller mountains yeah. where really yeah. you can find someone. But on the bigger mountains where there's backcountry skiing and places that not a lot of people go at sometimes, it can get a little more dangerous. Yeah, we'd never like even the fact of even if you ski well apart from your friends like we all ski pretty damn close to each other yep and we're all about to have the uh, location on find my friends make sure we yep. all, all know where each other that's is what i was going to ask you too if you guys are going to use technology that way yeah but what's the one tough part of that there though keeping it alive keeping yep. the phones alive right power yeah you've got to make sure your phones are in warm spots and you on your person yeah right? on your person uh, a, a, something I learned from someone recently, Little the toe warmers, warmer, yep. toe warmer, yep. the toe Keep warmers, the uh, they have the adhesive ones. So it goes on the bottom of your feet. Yeah. Those are perfect on the back of the phone for Keep a full it nice day. nice and warm so it doesn't die. Yeah. You got to protect that battery at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. So backup battery. Um, so now we're kind of thinking safety whistle. Yep. Whistles, possibly um, even a flare. Yeah. Out West. Right. And yeah. are you guys going to purchase beacons? We'll see. It'd probably be the safe spot. It safe. definitely would be, especially because knowing us, we're going to end up possibly out of the near mountain of bounds. bounds. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be over near that sign that says you're leaving the mountain, you can die or something On the like edge, that. Yeah. Johnny, what do you got? Safety stuff. Uh, so eventually I will have to purchase a beacon. That is uh, definitely a priority out there with the avalanches and all the tree walls. And, Johnny's been reading um, his book. Definitely a whistle. I didn't think about that till now, but I definitely think I'll need a whistle. Um, I I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, those like uh, those foldable rulers. Yep. But but yeah, but not I guess not a ruler per se, but like just a foldable stick that you can just stick out of the ground. You know, if yeah. something does happen, you yeah. want to know if you're. You're right side up or upside down, so I mean, having one of those um, could definitely be a benef benefit. Um, an airbag. I uh, my cousin is out west, and he has uh, one of those backpacks with the airbags. Yeah. And uh, I've come I've come to find that they're quite expensive, but at the same time, they are a lifesaver. So one of those might have to be purchased in the uh, in the future, just for uh, safety precaution. Yeah, I mean, it's better. It's better to have it than not yeah, have it. Yeah, better to be safe than sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And beacons and airbags. The reason why we're talking about this, folks, is because out there you have avalanches, you have you have loot, you have snow that builds up, and that and that's why these guys are talking about that stuff. So so, what's the book you're reading, Johnny? <laughs> so the book the book I read, I actually finished it on the ride. Uh, it was called The Boys. The boys of the boat, or the boys in the boat, I thought it was and the it was, uh, <laughs> it was about, it was about the, the University of Washington, uh, 
like rowing team, like, and they, uh, it was based in, uh, true, true story, based in, uh, the 1920s, 30s, like late 20s into the 30s, and it was about how, uh, a boy got into the, uh, the Washington University rowing team, and they made, they made their way up to, uh, up to the Olympics in Germany during the, uh, you know, like the Hitler, Hitler hierarchy and her hierarchy and that stuff and all that, all that German war, you know, the, you know, the bad times back then. And, uh, end of the story, they, they turn out to, uh, they try out to win the gold medal and it's, uh, sorry to give it away, but yeah, they, oh, they win the gold medal, alert. but yeah, yeah, sorry about that guy. <laughs> But, oh, you're uh, good because I don't think any know, of us would read the book, but you're doing a good job describing it, though. I'm liking it. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> this is so spark notes. <laughs> so, but, uh, why, so, why oh, you yeah, go from reading notes. no book in your whole life to that? Because I am uh, on a 26 hour drive to Colorado. <laughs> 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 you eat up Barnes and Noble before but, you uh, and, and I don't have any, uh, I used all my data on my phone right oh. now. It's kind of. I'm just kind of sleeping and reading books, which is fine. Fair enough, you know. All you kids out there, you should probably read more books. It's pretty eye-opening, actually. The story was the story was really good. Oh, I enjoyed Lord. it. I ain't doing it. And then, uh, and then I have another book I'm reading. It's called The Alchemist. Oh, I and, think I've uh, heard of that one. I think I've actually book. heard of that one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good book. Yeah, it's a uh, New York Times bestseller. Yeah, and, bestseller. Uh, Oh, yeah. Good reads. It's weird. All books these all books these days are bestsellers. But <laughs> yeah, it does but, seem uh, that way, doesn't it? Everything is good. Yeah. But the Alchemist is about uh, you know following your dreams and uh, you know stuff stuff can come your way, but it's just you got to push through it. And then just the, just the moral of the story is follow your dreams, don't stop, and uh, you'll get there. So. You know, start reading books, everybody. Books are good. I've only read, probably completed these two books in my life, but uh, I'm going to read more. I'm going to read more. Hey, it doesn't matter when I you start, have, as long as you start. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to pull I up on John and Avalanche. Avalanche. Read my, the book. Uh, my there mom it is. bought me some, some Avalanche books. We're going out west, and those look pretty interesting, and I definitely should read up on those. And that's so funny because I'm so glad you finally said the reason why we're talking about all this gear. It's yeah. avalanches at the end of the day, <laughs> right? Because what happens is snow, just like in the east, you get a snow dump and then there's sun. So you get a hard pack on it and then you get more soft snow again and then hard pack and soft it snow. It builds up the, over time. Yeah. And as that builds up through a season, you end up getting that building on the steep peaks, the steeper peaks. Uh, that leading to valleys. And I think last year, didn't they have an avalanche that went into like a popular area where yeah, it, yeah, like, it was actually just down the road from copper it covered i-70 yeah just yeah, the I-70, major right? highway yeah major highway all the way through the the rockies there and that's crazy when you get snow like that because there's so many different uh, textures of that to clear that out of the road it's like it's a battle like yeah you're talking about taking like trucks and boo 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 oh, yeah. and you got all equipment to move that stuff your, yeah. your road shut down yeah when me and brady went two years ago we went to go shred the one day because the night before they were calling like three inches of snow we were like all right you know fresh snow for the next day we woke up in the morning and there was 
14 inches yep, and I-70 was... was closed. So we couldn't even ski that day and it just dumped the entire day from there on out. Yep. We had an insane pow day the next day. Yeah. we But that was unfortunate. We couldn't ski that first day. Yeah. But yeah, because you couldn't it get there. Out get the, there end. And the highway was closed. So anybody yeah. who was there was lucky. They could oh, ski. Yeah, if they were on I-70, they oh were good. Gosh. You know, but that's the difference between being at the mountain and not, right? Like yep. yeah. Man. And if the workers can get up there, they can run the mountain. Yep. Well yeah. The workers up yeah, there. the mountain was still open. There was just probably nobody there. Unless you like snowshoot or something like yeah, that. You own, yeah, own snowmobile. <laughs> yeah, snowmobile. Snowmobile too, yeah. This is cool. I can't this is all the little things people don't think about. So avalanche. I'm glad you're gonna read about avalanches, Johnny. I'm happy to hear that. Because I'm worried about tree wells oh, yeah. and avalanches with you guys. Oh yeah, I and, definitely got to All you, you boys, Brady and Jared, read up on your avalanche game, all right? All right, I'll try. <laughs> all right, so far, Johnny, have you ever driven across the country before? Ever what? Have you ever driven across the country before? I have not. So tell us I'm your impressions. Oh wait, actually, I have. I've been to Florida. Uh, we went to. Uh, I don't know. Maybe when I was eight or nine, we went to. Uh, I don't know. Disneyland, Disney World. I don't know what ones in Florida these days. Yes. Yeah, so well, okay. So this is the first there. time you've driven west, though. Yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, see a lot of trees, a lot of farmland, and just tractor trailers. <laughs> what route have you taken? Route ninety. Uh, I believe so. So we were we're in Iowa now. We just. The Iowa 80. I don't know if you guys have heard about the uh, world's largest truck stop on uh, Iowa 80. We were at that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Y'all been whipping all day. You've yeah. been up since four. You're, what, you're going on what? 14 hours now? the sun right now. Oh, yeah. Driving right into the sunset. Yep. I don't know, I think we might drive till it's uh, dark out and then find a hotel here. And then uh, get some sleep, and then do it all over again. And then hopefully tomorrow I will be walking in the mountains. So, uh, what what's your favorite part of the trip so far? Any particular um, state or anything you saw? Well, right now it's definitely got to be my seating arrangement. I'm in the back seat. I have my legs sprawled out, while my parents are kind of cramped up in the front. I'm just. Chilling back here, relaxing. My feet up. Chilling. He's probably yeah, eating right now. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I never left my bed at home. <laughs> legs are sprawled out, and we're we're chilling. So you got your legs just spread out. You're looking out the front window like it's your front window of your house, and you're just watching everything roll by. Absolutely. That's fun stuff. Iowa's the most boring state for me to cross. You're, it's going to get more exciting for you soon. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Iowa's lame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing much. You're just, you're lucky you're not driving. You've just been able to just chill. Yeah. Me and Brady both have to drive. I have to drive all 24 oh, hours. Not. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Have fun, boys. Yeah. You taking your turn yet? No, I'm not <laughs> driving, boys. My, uh, look it up. I, uh, my parents are taking the shifts, and I just get to sit back, relax. Like I said, read some Wow. Shout out to your parents. Must be nice. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to your parents. I hope you're giving your mama, uh, giving her uh, massages right, or nice, something. You're nice doing so, something nice to on the way on the back seat. Pay for a pedicure for uh, her or something. My mom's been passed out in the front seat for <laughs> quite some time now. So your dad's been doing all she the driving. Yeah. Oh, my dad's probably driven about nine hours today. Mom's uh, probably roughly, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how many hours. Five hours. We've been driving for quite some time. I'm 
How bored are you? I don't even know. <laughs> What's up? How bored are you? How bored am I? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm chilling. You know, I've had some conversations with my parents. I mean, this is Stuff a nice kids. hour and a half going by. Yeah. Take some time up. Hey, I got a question oh, yeah, for you. Did you get me. Did you get any stories out of your parents that you didn't know before this trip? Uh, did I get any stories about my parents? From my parents? Uh, no, not yet. But I'm sure. As the night goes well, on, you probably will. <laughs> my mom right now is like dancing in the front seat. I don't know what that means. She wants you so to I'm tell sure it. Some st- <laughs> yeah, she'll probably tell me some stuff. So if I start some stuff here in the future before uh, before they leave me out 26 hours away from home. I love so. that I love that you just repeated the question so they could hear it though. So now that now they'll have to think about something to tell you. Gave you a little shock. <laughs> oh my! I bet you my dad will call you or start messaging you on the on the fantasy and start saying what was going on in that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll just tell him it's okay. He doesn't have to shake in his boots this week. I'll try and be nice to him. <laughs> yeah. so I, I, oh, uh, go ahead. Back to the back to the uh, the Philip Lindsay thing you said from earlier. He said uh, he said he didn't he didn't have a good week this week. He's hoping for a better one. <laughs> it seems like it always happens against me though. I don't know why. Oh, coincidental. <laughs> I'm just Probably kidding. Just, just the way of the road, I guess. Oh, it's good. Your dad's actually what? Your, the team is named after you, by the way. The team is named John and the and the Joe Pauls. That's the name of the team. So he has your name in the team name. How cool is that? Yep. So, yeah. So John's me. Joe's my dad. Paul is uh my brother's middle name. So. Yep. It's all in the family. One, two, three. I love yes, it. Sir. Do you remember me from when I used to be at your place when you were younger? Do you remember me being at your house? I was curious uh, about that. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> register in the old in the old memory. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Oh, it's all but, right. Uh, Happens when you don't wear a helmet. Well, I do now, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I do> now. <laughs> wear the helmet. <laughs> oh, wear the helmet. You said that. So it happens. You that don't was your boy things. Jared rolling you under the bus, brother. That's funny. All right, oh, best boy. best ski or snowboard experience out of you guys before we let you go because we got you guys got a long trail. I want to let you go, but what's your what's all of your three so far? Because I want to ask you this again after this trip and see if it's changed. So so far in your life, Johnny, let's go with you first, and then we'll let you guys go. So Johnny, what was your best skiing experience so far so far in your life? Because you know you're potentially gonna have something better. My best skiing experience. Um. Just to uh, generalize, are we talking like tricks or just like one ski day that I loved? Anything, man. What's the first thing that comes to your mind is you're like, oh, this is my, this because I know I got one. I Everybody has, what, what's like that one, uh, it, it could be a day, it could be a day, man. It could be like a trick you mastered, but what is it that stands out to you? So, I didn't master the trick yet, but I did a, last year, Bristol set up this uh, black cannon rail. I knew it was and, gonna be uh, this. Throughout throughout the whole season, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a like a flip off that rail, specifically a Misty Four off that rail. And uh, throughout the season, I just kept looking at it, looking at it. And then springtime rolls around, and there was just this one warm, 
warm, soft day. And, uh, you know, I had my buddy hyping me up, and then uh, I went for it. But, uh, you know, you don't you don't get things without taking a couple crashes. So I tried, I did it roughly uh, five, six, five, six times. Took some heavy falls the first three, four. Uh, only five, six times, it says. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But about but about the five and the fifth and sixth time I got it down and uh, and then I uh, I eventually stomped it and uh, I don't know if anyone on this podcast podcast wants to check out my Instagram. Oh, Go shameless for plug it again. What is it? What is Go your Instagram? <laughs> Let's plug it. Come on, get a plug out there, please. My Instagram is j j dot del forty and uh, like d e l four zero. Excellent. So if you guys want to go check that out? Go for it. Cool. All right, Brady, I'm going to move on from you now, Jay. Brady, what's your good ex- best experience or day or whatever you got? Uh, probably my best experience was when me and Jared went out to Copper two years ago. Uh, it was the day that we had like seven, 16, 17 inches of snow. It was a beautiful bluebird day in the bowls, and we just we were there all day. Yeah, third just, chair. Yep, third chair. Third chair in the morning, and we were we were the first ones out there in the, in the bowls. Fresh tracks, fresh everything. It was beautiful. Seventeen inches. There, the one of the, at the base. Yeah, one of the negatives <laughs> of that is keep enough speed to get through the snow, isn't it? Oh, floating but it was. It, it was. Yeah, we were floating on it. S- steep and deep. Steep yep. and deep. That's right. Yep. It's got to be steep because you get on a flat and your butt is. Yeah, flat. you're screwed. Yep. Stopping like a train. Oh, <laughs> means I gotta drag Brady around. <laughs> <laughs> So what Jared is politely explaining is sometimes our snowboard brethren need to be dragged around parts of mountains because they might be a little flat called traverses or and they don't want to unstrap. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to unstrap because they're a little Feel bit lazy. Listening. Yeah, and, they, and they, you know, and at the end of the day, it's because they couldn't the get enough speed to get game. in. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, if you got more speed leading into the flat, we wouldn't have to pull you. Yeah, you know, we got, we you gotta just like either man. push them, hand them a pole, or drag them with the pole. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I don't use poles. I know. And that's the other thing I was just going to point out. Jared can't even help Brady with poles. Just, well, I will be able to this year, by. sadly. You're, you have to wear it. Yeah, you're pretty much yeah. out there, dude. It's different. East Coast skiing's a little different. Like, you get yeah. away a little bit, um, yeah, without poles here. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's really where your hands, your direct, like, this yeah. is what you're going to be teaching kids, right? What do you yep. teach them? Your hands drive yep. your turns, right? Yep. Everything about that. You get I brush it. up on all that. Jared, I think Jared needs to read a book as well. <laughs> yeah, Jared needs to get a little training. I'll find going. something on YouTube. I'll watch something. I'm not reading. What's your... uh, read, a, read a book, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Johnny. Jared, what's your favorite moment? What do you got? I think actually uh, one of the days we had last year, it was all of us. The I think it was the last day of the season or pretty close to that. I really like the last day of the season. We... There was nothing much in the park. We had a few beers, hung out, skied all day. It was like, what, 60? Whoa, 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 whoa. We had a few beers. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a couple more I, than a I few recall, beers. I recall a 30 rack was, was clear cut. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, it was a little slushy, slushy sauce out. Yeah, it was a good day, though. Thanks for the clarification, Johnny. Yeah, we Jared. all just were there just to have... You're welcome. <laughs> the days that we go out with a bunch of people to have fun, you know, and the vibes are all there and everything, it's just good times, leaves memories. That's, that's probably one of my, like, favorite experiences skiing. And uh, lastly, for me, I would say there was a moment where I was at Gore, and when my son was young, he liked this one glade the best. Uh, 
and it got changed a little bit and Taos Glade. It's off the backside of Gore, easy area. And it was the one time there was a glade where there was fresh snow from the night before and in the east it's tough to get really first traps exactly. anywhere in the Very east. Hard. It's just it's just the way it is, the way the mountains are. People know where the stashes are. There's not it's not wide open enough. Exactly. But it's not wide enough enough for the, the people who won't be able to That's know. right. So we were eyeballing Taos to be open this glade. We knew it would be open. It's the one we liked. It's a kind of a blue and we got there and you could just see the two ski patrol tracks. So the ski patrol had just dropped the rope and made their run through. And I got a picture where I'm standing up on the bank and I see my I got my son going through it with no tracks at all, just one set of tracks right in front of him and he's just going. Yep. And he's got a ski poles leaning behind him. It's a black and white image. That to me, that memory stands out my whole life. Yeah. Just yeah. him going through a trail and making fresh tracks and then me found and then the actual event of going through it with oh, him yeah. after I put the There's camera away and like everything. It. Oh, when you know you're the first person through that woods that day and you're woods anything. When you're the first person anywhere, you just know you had a good morning. Oh man. Yeah. Hey, any wild any wildlife experiences, Johnny? You have any wildlife experiences in your ski days? Wildlife experiences? And we're not talking about women. <laughs> um No. No. But just uh just to throw it in there, any if we're talking about you know, great experiences on skis. Yeah. Any day, any day I'm on skis is a, it's the best time of my life. It's the best rush. You know. Clears the mind. Everything in your mind that is just flooding your minds. Every time I'm on skis, it all goes away. And skiing is, skiing is an escape for me, if you will. You know, everyone has his own escapes. You know, it could be skateboarding, whatever it is. But any day I'm on skis is. One of the best days of my life, so and that's a lot of days on skis, so I'm I'm grateful. Amen. It's the fresh air of the woods, and it's the um, impact, right? Because you have to think about every moment you're on skis and a snowboard of any little thing can careen you in a wrong direction, especially yeah. the speeds that all of us like to go at. So at the end of the day, how is the release for us? Because we have to be so focused on that moment, but we're mm-hmm. not so focused because it's so second nature at the same time. Yeah, yep. so free. I mean, it, people don't get it, like, why it makes you free, because you are paying attention to every millisecond in front of you, because yep, yeah. you're traveling at, at the same time you're not. 50 miles an hour, Care- like, I described one time to someone who kind of laughed, and I never described it before, we are careening downhill fast on wood planks, and I love you said earlier, yeah. Johnny, wood, you put the planks on, essentially, we're using wood planks to buffer ourselves careening down steep elevations. Yep, yeah. and it's a fun time doing it. Amen. All right, Johnny, any last words before we let you go, brother? Because we really enjoyed you today. Uh, Well, my last words for anyone that, you know, doesn't ski or doesn't do a winter sport. And uh, I would say at some point in your life, give it a try. You know, I gave it a try and uh, I fell in love with it. And I'll be grateful for that for the rest of my life. And I'm going to keep continuing to ski hopefully until the day I die and uh, but uh, you know if you haven't if you haven't tried skiing or haven't uh, haven't done a winter sport I don't it can be it can be snowshoeing it doesn't matter you know get out in the snow you know a lot of a lot of people blame the cold but you'll get used to it you just warm and uh, there's uh, uh, recently I saw something on uh, social media or whatever and uh, 
I think it was Warren Miller or something. Yep. They said your uh, your first ride of a chairlift will be one of the best days of your life. And I look back, I think about that, and I'm and that's very true. It's very true to the heart. So I guess my last words would be: go and try it. You never know what you never know what can happen. And uh, I want to thank you guys for letting me be on this podcast. And Jared Brady, I will uh, keep you boys updated on how this trip's going. And I will see you boys in the near future, a couple days. Yep, I'll be out there Friday. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I still got a little time, but Johnny, I'll bring you some other half brews for you. Johnny, oh, thank. I got them. I got them. I got them packed up in the car. Right? I'll bring you some more. <laughs> He'll have the, you'll have those drunk before he gets there. I know that, <laughs> Johnny. Hey, Johnny, tell your parents I said thank you for, for joining the podcast as well because they pseudo were on it, and I, and I look forward to seeing them both again. But thank you for everything, Johnny. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. Say have buddy. a good one, boys. Yeah, see see you, safe driving. All right. Number one is left. Guys, thank you very much for joining the podcast tonight. Yes, thank, thank you for having us. I'm, I'm really excited about your trip. Oh, yeah. following up uh, we will definitely follow up afterwards number one yeah. and number two any piece of advice anything you want to go out close with you guys got the floor uh, <sighs> if you have Instagram or anything else you want to tell people please oh, if you want to follow me on there. Instagram yeah, yeah, please. Uh, at hammy 2425 H-A-M-M-Y 2425 and pretty much last words just follow your dreams if you want to do something put your heart to it do it and yeah. uh, there's nothing stopping you really that's yeah. right then my Instagram is Jared0731, J-A-R-R-O-D-0731. I mean, live every day like it's your last. Have fun. It'll be great. I love it. You guys are 20, 21 years old, 21, 22 years old, and you guys get this stuff already. It's, yep. It was a, a pleasure for me to have you young men on. hope you guys, we all like the energy together. Yes, and, sir. Uh, and I thank you for everything. Uh, I appreciate everybody, it. get off your couch. It is getting to winter. Get your chores done because winter, winter comes. It is not hide out like a bear. You are going to go out into the woods and have some fun. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. All right. Be well, everybody. Thank you. Until next time. Thank you. Bada bing.